Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam. Streaming on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and at dcaureview.com. Now, here's today's episode. Welcome, everybody, to the DCAU Review. I am your host, Cal, and with me is my co-host, Liam. Liam, welcome to the very first bonus episode of the DCAU Review. Yeah, uh, we're excited to be here this week. We're not, for the first time ever, we are not reviewing an episode or a movie. We are instead uh, doing uh, one of those very popular internet lists. Where we're gonna count down five our five favorite uh, Joker performances, appearances in animation. Absolutely. So this is not going to be an exhaustive list. Um, truth be told, we just kind of threw threw this list together, discussed it, and and uh, we, we you're probably gonna be uh, familiar with the, some of the the ones on the list here, Liam. Um, the listeners will definitely probably. Could even reference back to the original episodes uh, in the archives at DCAUreview.com if they're looking for full reviews of these some of these moments. But uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's kick off the list. Of course, you know uh, the Joker is arguably the most recognizable villain in comics. I would say I think that even the layman, the person that isn't a comic book fan, knows who the Joker is. And uh, of course, the Joker made his very first appearance in non-comic book form in 1966 the uh 66 batman series famously portrayed by cesar romero the gentleman who refused to shave his mustache (laughs) but uh had enough white makeup to cover it in in glorious fashion uh that's dedication to the mustache game right there mad mad respect for cesar but uh of course liam it was then uh the mantle was taken up in the batman 89 movie uh, for a lot of people, uh, who, someone who is their Joker, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, and it's it's a really uh, it's a really specific performance. Like it's it's Jack Nicholson kind of playing Jack Nicholson, but right. he he commits and he you could tell he had a lot of fun with the role and um and yeah it's 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 a heck of a it's a heck of a performance that. I think there's probably an argument to be had about how that movie has aged as a whole. But, sure. uh, yeah, his performance is certainly memorable no matter what. Absolutely. Uh, and then, of course, the mantle of the Joker was passed in the live-action form, at least at that point, to the late Heath Ledger, who, of course, won an Academy Award for his portrayal in The Dark Knight, an absolutely legendary performance, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't need to add – there's nothing we can add to the accolades or the, <laughs> the great performance that, that he portrayed in that movie. Um, yeah, I, I, I watched that recently, maybe within the last year and a half, and I was – the rest of the movie may it may not hold up under time, for me at least, as, as far as being a, a great, great movie. And I know that's sacrilegious to say. <laughs> there were parts of it that I was a little – oh, this is a little – 
full uh, when you throw Two-Face in there and everything. But but his performance is undeniably just tremendous. Oh, no doubt about that. It's as you've said. Not much, uh, not much higher praise we can give it than it won. Uh, he won a- a- acting's highest honor, <laughs> an Oscar for the performance, and it was well deserved. Exactly. And then Liam, of course, in the much ballyhooed Suicide Squad movie from the year 2016, we had actor singer Jared Leto, Leto, however you want to pronounce his last name, played a very controversial version of the Joker who was pretty much cut up and cut out of the film altogether. Uh, he was also <laughs> award-winning, from what I understand. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that that film certainly won uh, some awards. Most of them, unfortunately, were Razzie Awards, though. Yeah. And uh, I think he may, he was at least nominated, I believe, for, like, Worst Supporting Actor or something like that. So There you go. Um, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> hey, you know, he tried something different. <laughs> yeah, kudos to them for trying something different, but that movie was a just a car crash and not in a not a, like a good car crash either uh, and that leads us to of course 2019 where we have one joaquin phoenix who has taken up the mantle and that movie which comes out today actually is we're deb- uh, debuting this episode on a, the friday october 4th that this movie debuts uh we of course uh, have todd phillips the guy that that directed the hangover movies is directing this award-winning film starring joaquin (laughs) phoenix as his portrayal of the joker and uh that brings us uh to why we're doing this podcast liam yeah it's uh you know joker fever is in the air my man and uh since we're a, a dcau podcast first and foremost but we've uh we've covered quite a few different versions of the joker in our uh, 72 episodes that we've done to date here, or will it be 73 by the time this comes out? Sure. Uh, in our 70-some episodes that we've done, we've covered uh, quite a few different Jokers. Most of them, uh, you know, a certain one, uh, the main DCAU Joker played by Mark Hamill, but uh, a lot of great voice acting performances uh, from from different actors portraying the Joker over the years. And so we thought we would uh, put together a little list and uh, give you our five five of our favorites. There we go. Uh, and of course, Liam, we might as well kick that whole list off. Of course, who we consider to be the Joker, and that is, of course, the man, the living legend, the goat, Mark Hamill. Uh, so we let's be honest, we could have made an entire list of Mark Hamill <laughs> Joker moments for this for this list here, but we wanted to give some diversity and Joker moments in animation. So let's kick us off, Liam, with and and these are in no particular order, uh, but uh, you know we we may have a have a mention of a favorite here or there. Yeah, so uh, we're kicking off the list as we said. We didn't want to make it all Mark Hamill, but we are going to start with a couple here. Uh, one of which would be. Joker's favor, which uh, I think people remember as maybe first and foremost was the first appearance of Harley Quinn. But I think when we reviewed it, um, and you can check out our full review in the archives, but when we reviewed that episode, Cal, I really think we came across it. It's such a great like character study about who the Joker is, and Hamill's performance is just uh, uh, excellent in that episode, and it really just tells you a little bit more about who the Joker is underneath it all. Yeah, it's it's written incredibly well because it gives you just 
the idea of, of course, the, the episode starts with this no-name guy cutting off the Joker in traffic, and you realize <laughs> just how scary the Joker is and how much he's feared in Gotham. So the Joker follows this guy to the point where he runs him off the road. It looks like he's going to kill him, but instead he just takes his ID and swears that he owes him, a, or tells the guy that he owes him a favor, and he's going to follow up with him on that favor one day. So he literally ruins this guy's life because at this point, the guy is terrified. He has to go into witness protection, change his name, move his whole family out of Gotham. But the Joker, of course, finds him and calls him to, to take him up on this favor. I think it's two years later or something like that. So the Joker holds this grudge and, and, and holds him to this favor through all of this. So he ruins this guy's life. The guy has to spend the next two years looking over his shoulder. And the Joker sees that as a joke, as funny. (laughs) It just reveals the Joker's character and how how just absolutely sinister he is, how sick he is. And then, then, Liam, the the real payoff is why he calls him (laughs) to the favor that he finally calls him to do. He literally, yes, he calls this guy. I think Charlie is the guy's name, and he, uh, he, he, his, his duty in this big caper that the Joker is pulling off is to have this guy hold the door for Harley while uh, she brings in a giant cake. Okay, Chaz. When Harley knocks on the door three times, you open it. And? That's it. Wait, that's the favor. You called me here just to open a door? Well, look at the size of that cake, man! She can't open the door and push it in all at once! Think! He is nuts. And uh, it leads to maybe one of the greatest single lines that Mark Hamill's Joker ever uttered in, uh, look at the size of that cake, man. It's my favorite line ever, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the tops. It's tremendous. And then, of course, it turns out that he's also double-crossed the guy and glues his hand to the door that he was holding open and then, uh, you know, puts a bomb, uh, you know, has a bomb set to explode in the room. And, of course, Batman rushes in and saves him at the end. And the guy, the little guy gets to have a little bit of revenge on him. But it's it's just such a great episode for, for all the reasons we've mentioned here of just really, really getting at who this Joker is underneath it all and the, the pettiness and the, the evil that really resides within him. Yeah, the fact that he holds him to this this favor, brings him in to hold a door, and then decides, eh, you know what, I'm still going to kill you because you cut me off in traffic and you know, <laughs> cut me out is tremendous. And, and if you're interested in hearing our full review of that episode, it's episode 36, it's Joker's Favor. Definitely go back and check that out. It was, uh, it's, it's definitely well worth a listen, and uh, definitely well worth a watch if you haven't seen it in a while. Uh, pop the uh, the DC Universe streaming service on and check that episode out. Definitely. Uh, moving on to our next Mark Hamill choice, uh, uh, another episode, or technically, uh, depending on when you watched it, you may have seen it when it debuted as a television movie. Uh, World's Finest, aka the Batman Superman. Uh, it's a it's a great old school uh, DC supervillain superhero team up story, uh, but you get to see the Joker kind of as a this really manipulative guy who sort of takes advantage of Lex Luthor's desperation to kill Superman, 
you know, steals a giant jade statue, which he uses to, you know, he, he kidnaps Lois Lane, uh, uses acid to melt Superman's anti-kryptonite suit, and then you know, dances around and tortures him. And I don't understand. I had it all planned so perfectly. Oh, wait, that's it. What? Silly me. I forgot the acid. <laughs> oh, what's the matter, Soupy? No steam left in the old locomotive? And of course, the payoff at the end is that Lex tries to double cross uh, uh, the Joker and Harley, but instead the Joker is, of course, one step ahead and decides to strap Lex into a giant flying wing and blow up all of Metropolis just to teach <laughs> Lex a lesson. It's great. It's great. I mean, the performance, and we could talk about the performance for hours, of course. People, if you've listened to any of our episodes before this, you know how much we love. And we're not unique in that, the, the, the performances that Mark Hamill puts on. But the interaction between Mark Hamill and Clancy Brown, who plays Lex Luthor, of course, in yeah. these episodes is just top because you have just the subtle, calm businessman evil businessman that is lex luthor and the maniacal insane off the wall bag of marbles for a brain joker <laughs> and you you can put them together to to work on this this idea and the joker actually is a formidable threat to superman like he, there's there's a realistic moment in this where you feel like he might kill superman and and yeah. it's, it's it's great. It's great. And then, of course, the maniacal laugh at the end, Liam, as the flying wing plummets to the to, into the, you know, the Metropolis Harbor or wherever it is. And, uh, you know, just his maniacal laughter, knowing that he's headed for certain doom. <laughs> It's uh, it's great. Yeah, it's 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 a phenomenal performance, as you mentioned, from from Mark Hamill here. And again, it really gets at the the type of guy the Joker is. That he's, again, theoretically just a you know a, a a normal man at least physically, and yet he's somehow able to bring you know the the greatest hero, the most powerful hero of them all, to his knees and kind of outsmart him and uh, really run both Batman, you know, Batman and Superman ragged in a way that's very believable. Cause obviously if you have a story where Superman and Batman, these two, you know, perhaps the two most capable, important heroes in this whole DC animated universe, 
you have to have a really strong villain opposing them for it to make sense for them to need to team up. And uh, yeah, the Luthor Joker pairing is uh, is is definitely one for the ages. If you hear our full review review of that episode, you can uh, you can head in the archives. It's episode 19 where we reviewed World's Finest. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna save one last Mark Hamill performance. Our, our even though like we said, this is an officially numbered list, we're gonna save one uh, Mark Hamill performance for last year. But as we as you mentioned, Cal, we could have put. We could have made a list of the top 30 Joker performances in animation or stories in animation and probably done all Mark Hamill episodes. But uh, we wanted to try to limit it to the three for our actual list here. But we do have some honorable mentions, some other great Mark Hamill performances, Um, ones like Christmas with the Joker, ones like uh, The Laughing Fish. Cal, I know you have some others you wanted to mention. Yeah, from Christmas with the Joker, if I can just just tackle that, and of course that that's also available. A lot of these are available in our archives. Christmas with the Joker is actually episode two. If you go back and check that out, of course uh, the scene the scene where he has the hand puppet and he's <laughs> and he talks. Summer Gleason, he's about to destroy the train, and Summer Gleason says, says her mother's on the train, and he said that'll make it even more exciting when it crashes. Yes, like. But in the hand with the (laughs) with the hand puppet, yeah, it's so great. Uh, Such a great moment. There's a lot of that. That episode isn't the best for a lot of reasons, but it's there are some great Joker moments in in that episode. But uh, yeah, I would say some other other ones certainly. you know, the last laugh, which is also conveniently available in our archives. I believe that's going to be all the way back at episode four. so if you check, you know, if you're interested, you can check that out for sure. Great soundtrack. There's just some great, great moments. Of course, Liam, the iconic line of you killed Captain Clown uh, <laughs> as Batman destroys his Captain Clown robot is uh, is certainly iconic in our household and, and for many others who, who ever watched that episode, I'm sure. Definitely. Uh, and of course, you have, you know, later episodes like Joker's Millions, who, which is a, another underrated episode, in my my opinion, where you have this storyline of the Joker going through going through bankruptcy and, and being poor because ultimately because he spent all of his money on guns and, and dumb stuff, you know, that he decided he was going to spend his money on. Um, what did we link? There's another one of the episodes we linked as to where he was spending all his money on things. Oh, the, the giant <laughs> the combination garbage scale submarine right. gas dispersal unit. Yes, that's where he spent spent his millions of dollars, which is why he's broke in that that final the new Batman Adventures episode. But yeah, there's of course the performance that Mark Hamill gives each and every time is phenomenal and well noteworthy. And of course, we're not saying anything groundbreaking by doing that, but each and every time he's on the screen, even Joker's Wild, there's there's great great things in each of those episodes in Batman the Animated Series and the new Batman Adventures for sure. Definitely, and uh, you know some some of the episodes where they really explore his his relationship with Harley, like Mad Love being the obvious uh, example. There, it's uh, you know it's such a rich uh, you know the character has such rich history in the comics, in live action films, but it really feels like animation, and specifically within this DC animated universe that we cover every week, is where you know the Joker really truly shined uh, shined brightest. Um, Absolutely. But that, as we said, Liam, th- 
this isn't a whole list of Mark Hamill moments. We have <laughs> two, we have two additional ones that aren't Mark Hamill moments. Well, why don't we talk about one of those? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of them would be uh, Kevin Michael Richardson's version of the Joker in the episode Bat in the Belfry, the first episode of The Batman. Uh, it's a it's the first time we're seeing a Batman cartoon post Batman the Animated Series and New Batman Adventures. We're starting off with a Batman versus the Joker story, and those are some big shoes to fill. As we've just you know we've just spent the last few minutes here singing the praises of the guy who was in that who was in that spot before, but Kevin Michael Richardson really brings a unique energy and the the crazy design with the you know the big hair and the really you know the uh, he doesn't wear shoes and he's really like, he bounces around. He's really athletic. They really he's got straight a, jacket sleeves. Yeah, they really created a, a really unique look and feel for their Joker. For and it was a it's a good uh, it's a good jumping off point for that show. And Kevin Michael Richardson's Joker is a big part of that. Yeah, he steals. And actually, you can hear our review of this episode back at episode 49. We actually reviewed that in our Elseworlds of Batman month. So you can check that out for that full review. But he actually in the that Bat in the Belfry episode steals a giant or has a giant hot air balloon filled with gas that he's going to fly towards a giant statue that has a like a, a statue of justice that has like a sword poking out. And he's going to pop the <laughs> balloon and the gas is going to spray all over the place. And it's it's tremendous. Yeah, it's, it's really good, and it does lead to the immortal lines where he uh, cries that Batman, that his gas is being attacked by a party. My precious gas! Passed by a party pooper! I had a different punchline in mind. That's uh, You know, hey, funny is funny, it doesn't matter. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how childish it is. It's funny. Yes, and that's and that's another important part I think of the Joker's that we're talking about today is within the realm of them being terrifying and menacing and and terrible evil people. They're also still you still got to be funny if you're the Joker, and uh, I think Kevin Michael Richardson's Joker uh, checks that box pretty well. I uh, agree. Yeah, and I I think we talked about it actually on that episode that some people are not fans of his portrayal. Yeah. And I think, I think in, a, in a comparison plan, no one's ever going to measure up in animation the way that Mark Hamill does. However, as far as Joker performances go that are not Mark Hamill, I feel like he does a really good job. Agreed. And uh, moving on to our other non-Mark Hamill uh, addition to our list here, uh, that would be John DiMaggio's performance as the Joker in the Under the Red Hood animated film, one of the uh, most beloved animated features of all of these DC animated features they've been doing since uh, since they kicked off with Superman Doomsday in 2007 or 8. Uh, I think the one that I heard most, and certainly when we were doing our Elseworlds Batman month earlier this year, and um, we were kind of talking with some of our fans, some of our friends on Twitter about which uh, Batman film we should review, which Batman animated film. This was definitely the number one choice that people wanted to hear us talk about. And uh, John DiMaggio's Joker in here is, is he does a really interesting thing with it, which is he kind of goes the, op- it, it is similar. It's still a high pitched sort of silly voice in the style of a Hamill, 
but it's there's a little gravel to it. He's a, he's a little bit more of a thug than uh, than the some of the previous Jokers. Yeah, absolutely. And the that marries this story well because in this movie you have the scene where he beats Jason Todd to death with a crowbar or yeah. you know almost to death with a crowbar. You have the interaction later on when he realizes that he's come face to face with Jason Todd again and he's he really doesn't remember or care or know anything he's just he's he's there like bat in that final scene with batman the red hood and the joker in that abandoned building and batman has to basically save the joker's life i feel like that's where that performance comes out and it marries so well with that thuggish ruthless villain uh, the portrayal of this that side of the joker from from this movie why on god's earth is he still alive? <laughs> Gotta give the boy points. He came all the way back from the dead to make this shindig happen. So, who's got a camera? Ooh, ooh, get one of me and the kid first. Then you and me, then the three of us, and then one with the crowbar. Then... You'll be as quiet as possible. Or I'll put one in your lap first. Party pooper. No cake for you. Yeah, absolutely. It it really does. Uh, he's just such a sleaze ball. Like it's really it really ooze. It comes off of him, and some of that again is in the design, and and in but a lot of that I think comes from John DiMaggio's performance as well. And uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, you can hear our full review of that film at uh, that was episode fifty actually. Um, our review of Batman under the red hood, but uh, yeah, John DiMaggio with a, yeah, a pretty a unique, like we said, there's, there's some elements of Hamill's Joker of a similarity to ha- Hamill's Joker. Um, but it's not a, a carbon copy and he managed to kind of carve out his own niche and, and make it his own. And that's really all you can ask first, you know, for someone coming to that role. For sure. And I, I think, I think weirdly enough to say he's not as cartoony as, as the Mark Hamill portrayal. He's yeah. more, He's, I hate the word gritty, but he's more gritty. <laughs> yeah, it fits. It fits there. That's that's a that's a a good a good uh, a good word for us. Sure. But and that brings us to our final pick here, our final one, and this will be our last, also our last Mark Hamill performance on this list. We snuck another uh, one in. <laughs> yeah, we, we 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 tried to keep it fair. Like we said, we wanted this to be about Joker and animation as a whole, not just the. You know, if you want to hear us just heap praise on uh, Mark Hamill, you can listen to every other episode of the show we do, but uh, where we talk about Mark Hamill's Joker. But uh, yeah, our our final uh, entry on our list here is an episode we just reviewed semi recently, about a month ago, uh, Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. Um, and when we come to this uh, this movie, and there's a lot we can talk about with this movie and the look of the Joker in the movie, his motivations. Mark Hamill's performance, but the one thing that comes to mind more than anything else when this movie is brought up to me, Cal, is Joker putting his hands around Terry's neck and just letting out this elated giggle. (laughs) Come on, McGinnis. Laugh it up now, you miserable little punk. Laugh! 
I can't hear you. considered to be a fake Batman and he feels that he's won and it's it's just a great moment and a, just an all-around tremendous performance literally get his hands around his throat and you're right he just inhales throws his head back and gives this incredible cackle it's it's tremendous it, it totally encompasses everything about the Joker because he's so happy he's so content and he's so completely and totally full of himself and cocky in this moment that he he believes he's finally bested his arch nemesis after all these years and he's got not only is he going to get to kill terry but he's going to do it while the while the original batman listens it's tremendous yeah it's it's really good and not not much more we can say like you said you can you can hear our full reviews of all of uh all of the episodes we mentioned on our main list here today in the archives at DCAUreview.com. Um, yeah, there was, there was actually one additional shocking Mark Hamill performance that I wanted to throw in as an honorable mention, Liam. And okay. this one is actually one that we have not reviewed. It's not one of the episodes we reviewed. It is actually a little Justice League action short that they put out, uh, I would say maybe two, three years ago it dropped. And you can definitely find it on YouTube at this point. But it's hilarious because Mark Hamill portrays many of his iconic characters and himself all in the same little short. It's it's uh, it's the Joker, it's the Trickster, it's Swamp Thing, and it's Mark Hamill himself all in this cartoon <laughs> short. It's really something. It's such a fun little. It's like four minutes long. Um, if you it's it's on YouTube if you want to look it up and. I, I really recommend it. It's just it's just fun and it's it shows the range uh, again in in Mark Hamill's uh, performances. Of course, he played the trickster in live action on the '90s Flash series as well as the uh, more recent Arrowverse version. So seeing him play that character in animation, uh, as he did in an episode of Justice League Unlimited, was cool. And then also having him do his classic Joker voice, have him play himself. Uh, and then also having uh, him voice the Swamp Thing who saves the day at the end. is It's just all really, really – it's just a bunch of fun. It's really, really good. And and it's – it it the, the Joker moment in it maybe isn't iconic, but it's it's just great Mark Hamill. So uh, if, if this episode is – if this episode isn't, it should probably be renamed an ode to Mark Hamill. <laughs> but <laughs> – uh, yeah, we, we just wanted to take this opportunity, celebrate the Joker, and uh, hopefully everybody goes out this weekend and sees the movie. Everybody's safe watching the movie and yeah. enjoys it. Uh, make sure uh, you send Liam some feedback. Yeah, he'll actually tweet out the link to the Joker short that we just mentioned, as well as a link to our website, DCAU Review, where you can actually look up each and every episode that we've done that contains the Joker. We have that broken down by category. So you can go back and listen to some of these moments that we've talked about and our full breakdown of each of these episodes that we've talked about. Also, don't forget, you can follow Liam on Twitter at DCAU Review. Give him your feedback. Let him know how you liked the movie. How did you like Arthur? Arthur? Arthur Joker, uh, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal, 
Um, it, you know, is this the best Joker? Is this does this Joker rival that of Mark Hamill? It's always an interesting conversation when you start comparing the animated portrayals to the live action portrayals, Liam. But uh, there's there's a strong contingent of people that say that that not only is Kevin Conroy bat the the best Batman, but that Mark Hamill is the best Joker. Yeah, and I think we're certainly two of them <laughs> yeah. here, on, here on this show and uh, in any and everywhere in our lives. But yeah, definitely tweet us. Let us know what you. What you think of that movie? What you think of uh, of our list here? Uh, obviously, there were a lot of other actors who have played the Joker uh, in animation over the years, like Michael Emerson in The Dark Knight Returns, or Brent Spiner in Young Justice, Jeff Glenn Bennett in The Brave and the Bold cartoon. So, if one of those is your favorite, please uh, please tweet me at DCA Review. Let let me know. Uh, definitely, no wrong answers, of course, as always. Love to hear any sort of feedback, any any thoughts you have on on your favorite moments and but if like us you end up just wanting to talk about mark hamill a lot uh, feel free to also tweet, tweet me with your your favorite episodes your favorite moments uh mark just recently celebrated a birthday and i was conversing with some fans on twitter about our our favorite uh, joker performances or moments uh on that day as well so definitely uh definitely tweet us and let us know uh your thoughts on all of this joker business that's, that's going around right now there you go absolutely well, that will wrap us up for the very first bonus episode of the DCAU Review. I'm Cal. And I'm Liam. And we will talk to you next time on the DCAU Review. Goodbye.